0: $14.5 billion in military aid to Israel, President Biden is looking for a $106 billion package to continue funding the Ukraine war. And as world opinion demands that Israel cease fire, Biden says to pause the war. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer and Dr. Jerome Corsi say the world may well be on the cusp of a major world event. And then FBI director raises the terror alert and warns of imminent danger to Americans as terrorists come across in record numbers. Senator Tom Cotton wants Homeland Security to immediately deport foreign nationals that are supporting Hamas terrorists. Center for Immigration Studies' Mark Gregorian explains the damage from the Biden administration will have serious consequences for America. And the United Nations is under scrutiny for its endless support of Hamas under the guise of humanitarian aid. And the Council on American Islamic Relations, CARE, is behind many of the protests in the United States. IQ Al-Razzouli and Ilana Friedman on the war in the Middle East. It's all next on Viewpoint this Sunday. the bias, the lies, and deceit, and bring forth real
1: talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour.
0: This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the weekend news magazine, Viewpoint This Sunday. It is Malcolm Out here and It is a a world running wild right now, my fellow Americans, and uh, it's coming faster than we can even uh, uh, compute what's happening, uh, frankly, here. I want to start the broadcast off and talk about the the house, the Israel package, uh, and, of course, uh, they're trying to push Ukraine off. Speaker Mike Johnson, of course, he's the man of the hot seat right now. And uh, don't forget, we've got that stopgap funding bill. That's going to be another problem. We'll be talking about that as well. We'll start off the broadcast here with Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer joins me. And he is the president of Project Sentinel. He's a CIA-trained intelligence operations officer, 35 years experience, global national security. As the host of The Hard Truth with Tony Schaefer here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And uh, also, Dr. Jerome Corsi joins me back here. He's a New York Times bestselling author, a whole barrel load of books here. Speaker Johnson put in a tough spot. Biden wanted uh, this like they do everything there. They put everything in one big lump sum, one package there. And uh, he, uh, uh, Johnson broke it up. So he wants to give $14.5 billion uh, to Israel, uh, taking money from the IRS. Of course, that gets uh, gets under everybody's uh, skin on the left. Uh, because they want to build that part of the empire up here, uh, Tony. I want to start here with you. And uh, sure. he says um, Biden says he will veto the bill. Uh, it was approved two twenty six one ninety six. Twelve Democrats joined the Republicans. It was a big, you know, big vote. Uh, and uh, but he says the package would include uh, provide Israel with the assistance needed to defend itself, free hostages held by Hamas, uh, which I don't see that happening, and eradicate the militant. Uh, Palestinian group accomplishing all of this while we also work to ensure responsible spending and reduce the size of the federal government that's the problem right there Tony speak about that
1: so I think he is getting off on the right foot the first off he wants to reprogram Malcolm is a more pro- appropriate term the money that was designated for the IRS he wants to give it to the border patrol imagine that uh, taking resources <laughs> to the federal level and reprogramming it from a resource that actually goes after the middle class, because let's be honest here, the IRS has sufficient resources to go after the so called rich who aren't paying their fair share, which I disagree with that portrayal anyway, but that's for another day. But the idea here is the open border exists. I actually spent time yesterday speaking with multiple members, senior members of law enforcement across the nation, who have asked me basically, is the threat something? that we need to take seriously relating to this, to, to the Hamas. And I said, yeah, uh, basically when you have Chris Ray stating publicly, uh, that there's issues and then I'm in, uh, law enforcement still, I get to see a lot of the Intel. And so therefore, uh, yeah, my assessment is it's real and, and there's things that need to be done. So, uh, the reprogramming of funding by the, the speaker was completely appropriate. And obviously he's going to have a fight on his hands to your point, Malcolm, regarding, uh, the breaking out regarding uh, Ukraine versus um, Israel. I'm going to just say it. Uh, basically, General, uh, General zheluzhny the commander of Ukrainian forces, have, has admitted to the Economist and others that the, the offensive has failed. So at this point, no matter how you feel about Ukraine, Russia, it is not working. Whatever we're doing is not working. So e- even if you want to spend more money on it, to spend it blindly is stupid. It's beyond stupid and the idea that the speaker has separated out the Ukrainian funding from the Israeli funding is completely appropriate based on circumstance, no matter where you're at, if you're actually concerned about our, our investments in winning. And, and I'm just saying, sending more money to Zelensky is not going to get you a victory. We we yeah. kind of know that. Dr. Corsi,
0: do you, do you have any sense that uh, with Johnson, that he can get this over a finish line, or is this going to be a deal breaker right out of the gate for the new speaker?
2: Well, it's going to be difficult to get this uh, through the Senate. There's no doubt about that. And Mitch McConnell is not going to help. Mitch McConnell seems to be um, (laughs) a sidekick of Chuck Schumer these days and uh, (laughs) is
0: not, not particularly interested. in. you're speaking uh, about when he's not frozen at the mic. You mean, is that what you're speaking about? Yes. I
2: mean, you know, between, uh, Mitch McConnell being frozen in yeah. the mic, and Joe Biden not <laughs> being able to know what room he's in. We're having yeah. the government run by a group of people who ought to be retired. And does uh, this is our leadership? And, and the other part about this is, we're in the, this quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter of this year, right now, and the first quarter of next year, the Treasury is set to borrow 1.5 trillion dollars of new bonds. Uh, they're printing money. The Biden administration is printing money. Faster than they don't even print it anymore. They just create electronic blips, and that's the money.
3: Yeah,
2: and uh, they are a billion dollars here, billion dollars there, hundred billion dollars here. Uh, and what's going to happen and is happening is that eventually this is going to is a bubble. It's going to it's going to pop. There's no way we can do a trillion dollars of financing. Bonds are up to five yeah. percent. This is a crisis in the making, and it's only a matter of time until the the world faces a credit crisis that's going to cause a massive
0: global depression. You've also got this November 17th deadline, which is coming pretty quick now. And this is going to be the fact that they're out of money again. This is when they come and they beg and borrow and steal and do whatever they can to try to keep this charade moving forward. Does jo- How does Johnson, is there any chance, I mean, I mean, I hear Tony, and we'll go back to you in a minute, Tony. But of course, yeah, sure. I'm hearing, you know, listen, uh, you know, how does he even... I mean, this thing sounds to me like this is going to blow up. I don't see how they're going to succumb to anything Johnson wants. Johnson is at a level of what conservatives want and where patriots want and people who love the Constitution want and Christians want and people of that magnitude. You know, of course, you know, the radical mega extremist. Well,
2: I don't think it matters at this point. The government is dysfunctional at the moment. We don't we don't have a function in Congress. We don't. The bureaucracy is wildly out of control with rules and regulations every day. And I think Johnson's going to make an important statement to the American people that this government's out of control. And mm-hmm. if you want to talk about the media, I mean, you might, might as well talk about the CIA-funded media. you know, this, And the neo-Marxism, which is the point of this new book, that is here, is destructing, destroying the country. It's meant to destroy the company, country. This woke nonsense is dysfunctional. Uh, we're going into a period of time right now where you know, wind farms. Okay. So two wind farms outside of New Jersey built, built in the ocean here are not funded any longer by the Dutch company that was funding them because they, they, they're wildly overpriced. The electricity they're going to produce is wildly expensive. They can't get the parts. They just abandon the projects. Wow. Uh, yeah. And so the wind and solar are completely ideologically driven. They don't make sense in terms of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And we have you know, funding Ukraine, which has been the State Department's goal ever since Hillary Clinton took money from Pinochek in Ukraine for the Clinton Foundation, which was her game while she was secretary of state with a private email server where she could conduct Clinton Foundation sure. business yeah, yeah.
0: with her husband.
2: The corruption is rampant.
0: OK, all right. Let me let me come back over to Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer a moment. Yeah. Here. and Tony, ask you this here in regards to Johnson now, um, you know, We're talking, back to ideology here, we're talking about two roads here and what Dr. Corsi explains here, I mean, we totally get, and the corruption is far and wide, we get that. But just staying on Speaker Johnson a moment here, how does he what I mean, is, how do we maneuver this? How how does it I mean, this I, it seems to me like this is going to blow up in the next few weeks. Now, I do think is an interesting point. What I I did like what Dr. Corsi just said, too, as far as, by the way, the fact that this is going to showcase a lot of things with Johnson. He doesn't seem to be the kind of cat that's going to buckle easy. Talk to us.
1: Well, no, I don't think he has any political interest. He's not out from <laughs> my what I can see to become be, looking for his next lobby job you yeah. uh when he gets uh out of congress so to jerome's point at this point i think he should go all the way there there's a great scene i always like using irony and movies as yeah, yeah. Uh, methods of <laughs> describing metaphors so there's a great scene in apocalypse now never get off the boat unless you plan on going all the way and johnson needs to go all the way he needs to hold a line and if that means literally shutting down the government, shut down the government. I, I think most rational people recognize it's not going to have any effect on their life. And then to 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 Jerry's point, to Dr. Corsi's point, yeah, maybe it's time the government figures out that what it's doing is not producing good results for the middle class. Right. Maybe it's time for people to wake up. And um yeah. If that means shutting down the government, that that means that and holding the line, then do it, Tony. If
0: he did that, let, let me stay there just a second with you here. Yeah. If he did that, uh, I'm going to guess. Well, first of all, it's going to start to unravel uh, Biden's uh, uh, Marxist policies, and what, it's going to showcase more of that. But I'm, you know, if it becomes a game of uncle like that. I, I'm going to guess if they hold fast as you just suggest right now um biden is probably going to they're probably going to have to be the ones to buckle on this uh it, it, i'm just guessing that but that's my instinct or god you agree with that or disagree
1: i do i think they, they have far more power that they're afraid to use because of Amen. Amen. the mainstream media supposedly going after them. it's like i don't think johnson's going to care it's like yeah whatever i mean he <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say this and it may upset your audience i hope not though because look i'm not against gay and lesbians I, I could care less but the fact that he yeah. actually call sodomy out and use the term sodomy offended the left it's like it's yeah. in the definition what do you want yeah so i think that i thought that was a good sign it's like yeah he's willing to speak out against the left's misuse of terminology or political use of terminology for saying yeah it is what it is what you know, what do you want yeah. and i think this is the attitude okay. he should continue to have it's like okay
0: All right. Let me turn over now. And I want to talk to you both about the ceasefire, uh, the world opinion on this stuff here. Uh, So uh, there's a lot to this story for sure. Now, the difference between a ceasefire and uh, what a pause, they call it a pause. Tony, let me stay with you a moment here. They call it a pause or ceasefire. Biden, of course, Blinken's over there begging for a pause. Uh, and uh, versus the rest of the world, Russia, China, everybody else in the world is calling for a ceasefire, naturally. Um, but uh, this thing is, um, I mean, Israel's in a spot here. Yeah. Let me ask you this pointed question about the funding that we're trying to get through, which is still not uh, uh, well, we'll see what happens on the funding side of it with Johnson and the Senate and all of that. And the president already said he's going to veto it. They'll have to come back to the board again. But in the meantime, we need to support Israel. How does that work with the funding and the fact that Israel's trying to walk a fine line, not to piss off the United States too much and uh, Biden's uh, plans here versus, you know, they know they can't do a ceasefire or a pause right now. I mean, that's obvious here. What happens here?
1: well it's not the united states it's the biden administration the pentagon knows what's necessary and most of the pentagon I've spoken to recognize no you can't take a pause it's it's not militarily <laughs> important uh, necessary nor in their interest so yeah. it's it's the bidens let's be very clear on this it's not the united states it's the bidens and and uh, tony blinken's uh, arrogance can you imagine malcolm uh, the canadian uh, prime minister coming down to to new york uh 30 days after 9 11 and telling the united states to have a ceasefire against al-qaeda can you imagine that yeah, well that's, that's what right. blinken tried to do that's think right. about that that's right. That's right. blinken went over there and said oh you need to step back really mm-hmm. so i just look at that as as insane it's not about the united states it's about biden and his folks secondly regarding this uh, there are military things that the the uh, israelis are doing to try to minimize civilian casualties with that said, uh, Hamas constantly puts civilians in harm's way. It's what they do. Yeah. They are terrorists, and they use, you know, women, uh, the elderly, and kids as human shields. It is what it is. It's tragic. It's horrific. But it's what they do. And I don't want to hear any more about this genocide issue from anybody. If there's any genocide, it's it's the the it's the left, the progressive left. Combined with the most radical elements of of Islam, trying to eliminate the Jews and the Jewish state—that's it. There's a uh, 500 million uh, Arabs. There's a, uh, I think, two billion Ara- uh, Muslims. Nobody's going to eradicate the Islamists. The Israelis are not going to do that. So it's completely reversed. That the, the verbiage has been turned on its head by the propagandists. This yeah. whole idea of partition and and uh, genocide. The genocide is against the Israelis. The Israelis have the right to respond, and they are doing that. And, uh, and the Biden administration is just flat out wrong on this. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. All right. Um... With Hezbollah to the north and uh, with um, Iran and I mean, they've got proxies all over the world. It's beyond and Hamas and Hezbollah is just the tip of what's right there. I mean, all these proxies are everywhere. They are the world's leader in state terrorism everywhere, to be sure. The Ayatollahs, that really is uh, the core of that problem in the Middle East. Uh, Dr. Corsi, this uh, with Hezbollah to the north, Iran there, does the, in your wisdom and advice right now looking at this thing strategically, does it begin to uh, uh, does it stay a Hamas Israel sort of combat in Gaza, or does this thing because you're seeing you know, you're seeing it sort of open up on all the different sides here, there, there's multiple fronts op- with the potential to open up. Does Iran sort of stay? right there or do they give does hezbollah come in do they are other things going to happen how does this escalate or not well the uh, wagner
2: group just decided to which is now really part of the russian military that's right after leader got uh, killed or or uh, eliminated uh the they're going to provide uh air defense systems to the hezbollah to in order to ward off the potential of an air, air right. uh, strike from the carrier we have in the, in the mediterranean yeah. now hezbollah uh, i think just at the right moment hezbollah will enter this they're already firing rockets we've got rockets being fired from syria with the remnants of isis there and uh, russia is in the middle of this now we've managed to push russia and iran together and the two of them together are a very dangerous. Well, Russia,
0: Iran, and China, and then throw North yes. Korea just for the hell of it. And there's your axis of evil, right?
2: Yes. And I think the, the war is going to expand uh, because Israel is not going to stop. Israel is determined now to clean Hamas out of the Gaza. Well, let
0: me ask you this. If that happens, what you explained right there, Dr. Corsi, aren't we really talking about the alignment of world powers and really, truly, not just hype, but a potential world war here? Well, we're on the
2: edge of a world war. This, this is how World War One and World War II starts. They start with regional conflicts that gradually, and not very gradually, expand into world conflicts. Yeah. And we're also at the edge of a nuclear conflict yeah. because Iran has sworn if they have a nuclear weapon, they will use it against against Israel. Israel knows that. And if we start typically with the Biden administration like Obama did, when Israel had incursions into Lebanon before, into the Gaza, w- immediately start restricting the aid we're going to give them. If they get to a point where they need more weaponry and they can't get it, they're going to escalate the violence. Right. I and mean, I've, I've sat with the leadership of Israel in Israel and said, what are you going to do? And said, Dr. Corsi, we will, we will defend Israel regardless what it takes. And they meant that, including I, the discussion was about nuclear weapons. So Israel pushed to the wall is not going to let Israel go well, away. It's easily. a battle.
0: It's a battle there. Okay, uh, Dr. Corsi, start with there. I want to get Tony in for a last comment here on the, the uh, Chinese... Uh, all right. So back to what we're talking about here, Tony, and uh, powers are lining up here. There's a couple of weird things that have happened here, and I know you probably know about these, but uh, Chinese companies to Persian Israel from the maps in the Middle East. I did a double take on that one, but the Chinese get real weird with maps anyway. So that's not too unusual for them because they do this all the time. They probably have maps in their basement where they have the U.S. lined out as well, uh, more than likely. But they actually have Israel not even mentioned on the maps, but they have Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, everybody else uh, mentioned. Then you see these uh, skirmishes that have been happening all over. But this last one was a bit shocking to me. A Chinese jet fighter comes within about 10 feet. That's crazy. A U.S. B-52 over the South China Sea. That's not just a casual drone here. Uh, What do you think here is going on? is,
1: Is China just edging for something more to happen? Obviously, they are. And by the way, an interesting side fact, uh, Malcolm, did you know that the Chinese are about to take over the National Security Council in the U.N.? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're actually doing things to be provocative for purposes of continuing to trouble wow. and gain leverage over the Biden administration. It's not hard. But look, Joe Biden's bought. He's done. Uh, they, they invested wisely via Hunter. And I'm sorry, all these other I never took a, a dollar from a foreign source. No, we took it from a foreign source via his family. Yeah. And that's why you see such deference being given to the Chinese at this point. It's a very dangerous time. To Jerry's point, uh, these small regional power, th- these regional conflicts are going to inevitably come up and become global things because you have people like China trying to encourage others to act against us, so that we are diminished in, in in potential war power. Think about this: if if they can cut a thousand little cuts and diminish our ability to 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 stop them from doing something when they choose to act. That's what they're going to do. That's Tony, what, what is
0: your wisdom, your military wisdom, say at this point? Do you think in your gut of guts here, your heart of hearts, does this thing escalate forward to a uh, to a, a world conflict, potential world war, or does this begin to de-escalate?
1: Um, there's no sign it's going to de-escalate, none. Hmm. Uh, wow. I think we're in a rough ride. and This next year is going to be quite chaotic, both domestically and foreign, and I, I could see... Uh, Things heating up to the point of where we're going to have a crashed economy, as Jerry's talking about, as well as um, a hot conflict by next summer. It's going to be a very dangerous year. And the election of 2024 is going to determine what our future is.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's unbelievable here. uh, What we're up against here. A great segment here with Dr. Jerome Corsi, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer here. And uh, we'll circle back on a future date with uh, Dr. Corsi's uh, new book, which looks really, really uh, very uh, interesting. Uh, we'll do that as well. Thank you both for joining us on Viewpoint this Sunday. And up next, friends, we're going to take Terrorism and the Border. Center for Immigration Studies is on. With us. Mark Gregorian is here on that. More on the terrorism front, more on the Middle East war. Uh, stay right there. More Viewpoint in just a moment. The America Out Loud Talk Radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire.
3: World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness.
1: Cofix Rx Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine that completes the protocol. Doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of cofix Rx. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25.
0: Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday, and thank you for joining me, my fellow Americans, on the mission, a mission of truth, uh, liberty, and justice for all, and uh, privilege to have you with us here always. Christopher Ray, the FBI Director, uh, he was uh, at the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, and. Uh, He says that the terrorism threat has been elevated throughout 2023, actually. And uh, why would that be? Well, that's probably because of all the open borders and the uh, crazy policies that uh, the FBI director knows are out there. He says the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level since the horrific terror attacks committed by Hamas against innocent people in Israel a few weeks ago like to start right there. Mark Gregorian is here. Mark is the executive director of the Center for Immigration Studies, an outstanding uh, independent nonpartisan research organization in Washington, D.C. that is all things immigration uh, at CIS.org. And uh, so, Mark, I, I want to give a sense right now to listeners first off. Uh, We talk about, you know, the people they know. We talk about the gotaways. And then in my world, I talk about that that nobody talks about the thousands of open uh, miles of borders that I think terrorist people who are pretty smart are not even in any of those numbers. They just come over and they have ways to evade all of this and come over. Uh, God knows what that number is. The sleeper cells in the country right now. What is your sense of that point of real terrorism and the impact to Americans, please?
4: Well, I mean, first, you do want to, you know, put it in context in the sense that we're not facing exactly the same thing the Israelis are. There's no, you know, gangs of Hamas head chopping scum in Tijuana waiting to rush the border And, uh, you know, uh, rape little girls uh, as they did in Israel. But we are obviously a target. And with the um, increased, you know, tensions in the Middle East, even more of a target. And we have had more people who are on the uh, FBI terror watch list be detained by Border Patrol. These are the ones they actually caught more than in any previous year record number. Um, and the Border Patrol doesn't even really know who's coming across the border. Because what do they do
0: with those people they find, Mark? That 170-ish or whatever that number is. Right. What, what do they do with those people, by the way? I, I don't even know.
4: They, um, you know, sit down and look into them more rather than just the <laughs> cursory, uh, you know, run through a database. They actually interview them. Sometimes they may actually even end up deporting them, I hope. But they're supposed to be uh, interviewing in person and doing stuff like you check what's in their pockets and all of that kind of real detailed stuff for anybody coming from what they call uh, special interest countries, basically Muslim majority countries where there are terrorists. But I heard right. they let some of those out in, in, in the country as well. Is that a correct statement? Thousands of them. Oh, my. God. In fact, it's not just that they let them go. Are wow. we had to sue the uh, DHS to get this data, but it turns out that something like seven thousand people from special interest countries are called special interest aliens. You know, uh, from the kind of places you would imagine in the Middle East, right. seven thousand haven't just got through. Seven thousand made appointments to schedule their illegal immigration through that with app this, through that app, with this right? app exactly
0: now how does that work well i what confuses me with that statement i knew the number was ridiculous but how do why or how or what is in the mindset of folks that have terror backgrounds what have you scheduling an appointment with an app what does that mean i mean it's crazy well
4: these people aren't these these are not that's separate from the people who are on the terror watch list I these see. are people who are just from oh Syria that's right that's or right that's egypt right. or libya yeah. or what have you but yeah. the whole point is, yeah. in the past, when the border patrol grabbed up somebody from Somalia, for instance, yeah. somebody would go and interview the guy. FBI would send somebody or the Texas Department of Public Safety and grill him. And and it's not it's not perfect, but it's better than nothing. When you've got seven thousand people in one year in that category, there's no, there's no way they can uh, do the kind of Close interrogation that's necessary to make sure these guys aren't dangerous. They end up running their names through a couple of databases. You know, does Interpol have a warrant out for them? And then uh, they let them go. So maybe nothing's going to happen, but what kind of that's not, you know, uh, hope is not the basis for national security. You've actually got to, you know, be secure and check. Well, isn't part of that
0: problem, Mark, because these cats are so darn busy with massive, catastrophic numbers that it's like it's like coming into Disney World in America. It's just a turntable where you turnstile, where you bing and, a bing and a bing and a bing and a bing and a bing. You know, they just keep coming in. I mean, they're, they're overwhelmed, aren't they?
4: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the image I like to use is that um, scene from the Lucy show in the old days, the black and white <laughs> I, mean, I Love Lucy, where she was working the chocolates? In, a, in a chocolate factory and <laughs> they just it. kept coming. And literally a Border Patrol, oh. I mean, the Border Patrol has been reduced by this administration to doing the laundry for illegal aliens that turn themselves in at the border. So how much time do you think they have to actually go and patrol the border? That's why under this administration, the past, you know, whatever we're talking, two and a half years or so, yeah. almost, well, over one and a half million people are what are called known gotaways they're people that we have pictures of or in some other way were detected but eluded the border patrol and then on top of that are the unknown gotaways we have no idea how many of those there are. that's the number
0: that gets me right there that no that that is my number nobody talks about that but that's the number that i'm fearful
4: of mark yep absolutely and it's you know in, in, in worse than the number obviously is who are the un who are they who are the unknown gotaways If you are some kind of cartel murderer or terrorist or whatever, that's the category you're likely to be in. And you know what? The cartels and the people who control on the Mexican side who crosses the border, they know to use big groups of illegal aliens all at once, shove them all across. The Border Patrol is overwhelmed, strips everybody from the line to deal with these people. And then it's open elsewhere and they move across whatever dope or people that they want because there's nobody there to stop them. Right.
0: Safe to say with all these numbers and that you report on, there's, uh, there's so many of them probably in this country now, which I would call sleeper cells. Some of these may very well be tied to bigger plans. When you consider everything going on in the world right now, this was always a crazy policy, always for all kinds of reasons. Starting at the top of the heap, economic reasons and lifestyle for Americans, but coming on from there, the drugs and the fentanyl and the gangs and the rapes and the problems and the murders and the crime and the and, and you know the uh, the terrorist effect. I mean, the, the, the list goes on and on and on as to why you wouldn't do this. Let's talk about you know the terror, uh, the impact of terror is here. You see the director of FBI. You can see the fear in his eyes, and he's sort of like, "Hey, I'm here telling you folks." Like, don't blame it on me when this shit happens. That's what I get out of it. Uh, what do you, I mean, this is not a quick fix, no matter what happens. And I'll, I remember Trump saying a, a little while back or something like that, that he starts to deport them. You can't even find these people. How do you even round them up to get them out of here? We're talking about the bad cats now, not, not to mention the economic demise. This is not going to be a quick fix is what I'm suggesting, is it? It's going to be a problem. It's going to be with us for a long time
4: no it's not going to be a quick fix and don't believe any politician who tells you that obviously we need to try to fix this but under this administration under the biden administration they have taken into custody and then let go something like 3 million illegal aliens on top of the million and a half and plus that got past them that they know about so this we got another year at least of this administration we're going to end up with 6 million plus extra illegal aliens on top of the ones we already had. So turning that around is not, it's not, we're not going to be able to deport our way out of that problem. We need to deport more people, no question about it, but we need to do things like have um, what's called E verify this online system. So when you hire somebody, you actually check whether the info they gave you is, you know, true or not. Are they allowed to work? And most illegal immigrants work on the books, believe it or not. Yeah, so, wow. you know, with fake information. So that's an important um step. And there's gonna be after there's gonna be a whole lot of things, and we're not gonna be able to get all of these illegal aliens out that Biden has let in. We can yeah. make real progress if right. we put our minds to it. If, but yeah. he has created problems that aren't going to just be able to go away this is going to last for a long time and
0: in the meantime they still haven't secured the border to stop the flow to begin with so before you even fix the problem the problem continues to get bigger every hour of every day and what is shocking with all this happening mark there is still no reversal of real policies there from them to stop this off they just and now you see more large groups of caravans and all kinds of critters headed here still. Is that correct
3: statement?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's reports. There's always reports like this down in southern Mexico, big caravans. The latest one has 5,000 people in it. Now, as they make their way through Mexico, they end up dispersing and breaking up, but they all end up getting across. And this administration understands that this is a political problem for them. They're not, they actually like having lots of, you know, extra foreigners moving here, despite Congress's uh, wishes, but um, they understand it's a political problem. The thing is, they cannot bring themselves to do what's necessary to stop it. it they is. don't believe that the American people have the moral right to keep anyone out of the United States who isn't, you know, a terrorist or a some criminal or something like that. And so they, they'll do little half measures to try to make try to get their friends in the media to say they're cracking down they cannot crack down it's just it's not in them and so this is going to continue you know with some ups and downs maybe but it's going to continue until there's a different team running DHS yeah,
0: yeah and you reported that to me oh god six eight ten twelve months ago we talk, and you said exactly that this is there's not going to be no real changes here until they are uh you know removed from office uh, by hook or by crook, or something happens here, but it is shocking, really, really shocking here, the damage to our country. I want to talk to you about this other story. We're seeing these protests and uh, riots, whatever you want to call them, all over the place, all over the world. And it's another shocking point where these people are actually supporting uh, the barbarians here. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton, um, he has asked, uh, Secretary of Homeland uh, Security, uh, oh, man, this guy, Alexandro Mayorkas, wow. Uh, he So he got to him to ask him to immediately deport any foreign national, including and especially any alien on a student visa that has expressed support for Hamas and its murderous attacks on Israel. Uh, and this is what Tom Cotton is, is suggesting. Uh, For Marcus to do a Supreme Court ruled on this to be unconstitutional violation of our First Amendment, which is what always happens here as a free society for persons to be subject to criminal penalty for endorsing or espousing terrorist activity, except to the extent such speech is directed to incite or produce imminent lawless action and likely to incite. So in other words, get close to making it happen or make it happen and then we'll talk. But until then, uh, all bets are off. What What is the deal with this one here?
4: Well, um, but remember what the, the thing that you referred to that said criminal penalties right. for foreigners saying things are not allowed under the First Amendment. But if you're here on a student visa, deporting you is not criminal. It's not a criminal process. Uh, we can deport anybody we want who's, um, you know, who's here as a guest, especially those who don't have green cards. If you have a green card, in other words you're a legal permanent resident, you're, you know, you're sort of halfway toward being an American. If you're here on any other kind of visa, they technically call them non-immigrant visas. In other words, you're a foreigner but you're not an immigrant. You're a foreign student, foreign worker, any of that kind of thing. Uh if you're marching in some, you know, protest saying death to the Jews and uh, you know, yay for Hamas, you uh, you can be deported. This why did the Supreme sen- Court say uh, no? Why did they say no? No, unconstru- no, the Supreme Court said you can't criminally, pun- you can't okay. arrest okay. and prosecute somebody. I Deportation see. is not a criminal punishment. It's okay. just saying, hey, you now have to go back to your own country. Have a nice day. Uh, there is, is an administrative process. So, yes, we can deport any one of these. Well, thanks for clarifying that. So why aren't we doing it? Uh I don't know. You're gonna to have to ask the White House. Uh the root cause of all of these problems is having pudding in the Oval Office now.
0: Safe to say, Mark, uh we have trouble in River City here, USA,
4: correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh I mean this is this is serious stuff this administration is doing. And you know, I'm not even talking about it's outside my area with inflation and, you know, their incompetent foreign policy and all the rest of that stuff. But on immigration, you know, this is the area I think other than like inflation in the economy, when they do polls, immigration is the number two area where people give this administration the lowest grade, you know, the most discontent. And they don't really care. This is a moral issue for them. and. It would be good if we actually had a clear debate where they actually said what they thought and we said, look, this is what these people think, folks. Is this what you want to vote for? Um, And that's what elections are for. Let's hope that's the kind of clarifying debate we have over the next year. I'm just afraid too much of it is going to be about, you know, Ron DeSantis's boots and other (laughs) trivia rather than the actual problems that are facing our country.
0: Yeah, which, by the way, uh, friends, what uh, Mark's talking about there, we have not discussed on the broadcast, and probably won't exert much time or energy into any little levers being put in his boots to raise his height. Uh, that is the that is a national security threat, Mark, and a catastrophe for American politics, isn't it? Now, brother,
4: absolutely. And that's the thing is, you know, we're uh, we're we are in a very serious oh. time, yeah. but we have unserious people running our institutions in our country. And um, immigration is just sort of the most glaring example of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mark Gregorian, uh, CIS.org. Uh, man, you are the best, brother. Your your team up there is just absolutely the best. We, uh, we appreciate uh, all, everything you do and applaud your efforts. You're, you're just tremendous. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay. All right, friends. Uh, as we listen to Mark Gregory in there, and uh, he is an incredible voice uh, for uh, for freedom, to be sure. Um, uh, just just outstanding here. It should give you a real sense of the problem and the threat. Uh, I want to draw your attention to AmericaOutloud.shop is uh, all of our partners sponsors are right there and these are all just uh, amazing organizations companies uh, that we have vetted and have uh, uh, the best discounts for you in there to lead a healthier lifestyle whether it's just really to be healthy and prosperous and and, and really your health is the most important thing to to you it should be uh, you have your health you get you're rich you got everything man that's that's the truth Uh, But those that are uh, struggling, serious struggling with uh, long COVID is a real problem for people. I know firsthand from others uh, in my family and others who suffer greatly from this. Uh, And vaccine injuries, we don't have that in the media circle, but a lot of people do, uh, unfortunately. Uh, There are products and things you can get to... to, you know, accelerate your health and uh, your your speed to recovery uh, in americaoutloud.shop. Take a look around there. Take a look at the spike support from the wellness company. Take a look at Global Healing with their spike products as well. Do your own research always. Take a look at Healthy Cell. You get terrific discounts on all these products. RX. I mean, it is tremendous. The, the products you'll see there uh, in americaoutloud.shop. We'll take a quick pause, and we're going to continue on. Big segment coming up on the uh, some things you really need to know about the, the Middle East here. Stay right there. More Viewpoint Injustable. Change in the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health
3: and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems and regulating your inflammatory response.
0: Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein
3: Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
0: Welcome back in here to Viewpoint this Sunday. It is indeed Malcolm Outloud here. Uh, Americaoutloud.news is the place we want you to go and share, share, share the out loud truth. Uh, We cannot do this by ourselves, friends. We need your help to get the truth out around the world here. Want to talk to you a little bit now more about uh, some of the things you may not know about the Middle East here, war of what's happened and the impact here at home to be sure, as we were just talking to the immigration, uh, Mark Gregorian about what was happening there. And we're gonna do that next here with uh, two great voices that have been keeping us up to date on all the things happening there. IQ Al-Razuli joins me, uh, joins us out of Europe here. He's an Iraqi exile, Arabic speaker, scholar, author, analyst who follows all of these things very closely, has committed his life to getting the truth out to folks. Ilana Friedman, a veteran intelligence analyst as well here. Great books about Hamas, by the way, that are in the America Out Loud bookstore. Uh, IQ has books in there as well. You want to look these up and you want to really know what's going on, that's where to go you want the truth, that's that's how to do it here. All right, let's start here. So the Israeli military said it was preparing, and they actually have opened a humanitarian corridor, allowing people in northern Gaza uh, to flee south. And this is as Blinken is back and forth out of the Middle East, uh, asking for a pause, which really is a ceasefire. Uh, others around the world are asking, using the word ceasefire. Uh, Biden administration is caught between a rock and a hard place. And so they're using the words pause, which uh, really is very questionable what that would do. Uh, IQ, let's get you on here and talk about this potential pause or uh, really what was the ceasefire. Your thoughts, sir?
5: Simple. Before 630 at seven of October, 2023, there was a ceasefire that Hamas shattered. Why the world should ask for another ceasefire is because they are corrupt. The United Nations has been compromised for the last 75 years. 28% of the votes are Islamic. That's 56 states. The other 56 states have been bought with billions of dollars of petrodollars. So what you have is a one-sided affair. Israel receives more Anti-Israel resolutions in the United Nations than the combined 192 other states together. So it's one-sided. What do they need ceasefire for? They not ask, demanding, not asking, demanding that unless Hamas stops all missiles firing on Israel and releases all hostages immediately, right. Israel will have to continue her.
0: Biden. Yeah, those are the demands, uh, rightfully so, that Israel has put forth. And let me ask you this. You know, there's a lot of pressure coming from uh, Blinken and uh, Biden and uh, the, the whole group there uh, about this pause. They're calling it a pause, and the State Department calls it a pause, which is the same thing as a ceasefire. They're just using their usual uh, funny dictionary uh, to get the point across here. Uh, now, they the IDF, agreed to open that one humanitarian corridor, uh, uh, which went against everything they really wanted to do they also opened up a a major north south thoroughfare uh right on the strip there uh IQ uh for uh, some time here uh just yesterday on saturday here and here's the question that they, hamas was trying to sneak militants out uh through these uh, corridors here already to get into israel here uh you speak about that you hear about that
5: No, but I mean, this is standard policy. My question is simple. Why are they concentrating on Israel and not on Hamas? Simple, not complicated. Hamas stops the war, Israel stops the war. End of conversation. Yeah, Yes. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and, and, and that is uh, really has been their desire all along. But now it seems like uh, really the gloves are off IQ uh, because really what's happened now is what happened on October 7th was a game changer. And Israel wants to uh, end this thing once and for all. Is that correct?
5: Look, can you imagine if rockets came out from Mexico towards any of your states yeah. in the southwest? Yeah. What would you do? What, yeah. sit down and say, thank you? No, you would obliterate Mexico within the next 24 hours. Yeah. What are we discussing? I mean, yeah. it's so blatant that the bias in the United Nations is, ignore it. But the trouble is, like every single time, both the European Union members and the United States have a collapsed moral standard. They get afraid, they get. They want to have the votes and everything, and they Fell for. They fall for it every single time. Every single time.
0: Uh, Ilana Friedman, uh, there's a focus you and I have touched on uh, with the uh, organization in the United States called CARE, and that is C A I R uh, is what it is, and their involvement here in the U.S. in driving a lot of the protest and the outrage and the universities and in the street centers. Give us a, a summary now of, uh, of of CARE and their influence here in these. Uh, uh, brought in these protests and this trying to really stir public opinion here back at home, please.
3: Yeah. Care is, um, is an organization that pretends to be a uh, civil rights organization for Muslims in America. In, in, in fact, it is a front for Hamas in America. And in, in fact, in, in a few years ago, uh, it was actually a, uh, named as an unindicted co-conspirator in a highly publicized trial that was all about funding Hamas through a national money laundering scheme. It was, uh, and it was identified as a front group for Hamas.
0: Well, how are they behind it right now? How do we know?
3: Well, we know we know they're behind it because they're the ones who set it up. What, what they did was set up hundreds of Islamic student organizations that, fund, that function under the banner under the banner of care, and secretly under the Muslim Brotherhood, which is Hamas. The Muslim Brotherhood created Hamas, and now Hamas is hiding under the skirts of care. Uh, What they, they, They pretend to be a good works and community service organization. Now, this is amazing. They have created in the last 36 years since they've been viable care has been viable since ni- 1994 and since then they have created thousands of organism muslim organizations and colleges and universities around the country and they're all controlled all these organizations by the muslim brotherhood and they've been founded in order to spread islam throughout north america
0: right
3: right um, they've been brainwashed essentially but they well, you know you, you give them benefits, and then they, right, they right. do what you want them to so do. So they're, they're
0: taking advantage of it. But this is how they work on the other side of the deal here, because just look at their name, the Council on American Islamic Relations. There's nobody in that group that want American Islamic Relations at all. So it's an oxymoron, Ilana, for a title of an organization of any kind.
3: The, the thing that they want is something that they call civilization jihad. They call it that. That's not my name for it. And wow. it's secret. supports the Brotherhood's master plan to turn America into a Muslim country. This is care. Pretending and that's uh, hold on
0: now. And uh, with what you just described and that's not hidden, you're saying that's out in the open. Is that what you're saying?
3: Well, it's no, they will not admit to it. Oh, oh. but but they have here, here's a quote from uh, the the man who is now the executive director of care. And in, in one of his speeches a while back, he said the violent destruction of Israel and the establishment of a global Islamic state ruled by Islamic law is their mission. Okay. And their work in America is a kind of grandiose. Right. So,
0: right. So you think they're driving. Other, so I want to get to the bigger point, because, uh, you know, can't yep. go too far down the road here. But as far as driving all of the protests, all of the things at the universities I don't see any coverage at all on the fact that they're behind any part of that but you say they are
3: coverage' it's how it was planned they are very secretive about how their their manipulations and they they don't they don't admit to any of it but what if you if you want to understand how come that within hours thousands of energized radicalized students throughout the country were carrying professionally made signs that were, uh, supporting not just Palestinians, but supporting Hamas and denigrating Israel and the Jews, they did this because they were ready for it. Right, they were just right. right.
0: IQ, the corruptness of the United Nations, you have been pointing out very explicitly as in your last couple of writings that you've been reporting on daily. The UNRWA, uh, the United Nations as a whole, uh, the humanitarian aid that has never gets to the humanitarian aid. Uh, you have some very specific points in there about what their master plan is. We know what they do with the corruptness of the United Nations itself, but all this money What's happening here that people lose sight of IQ is, and this is pretty sick, actually. Really, if you want to understand this thing, America is funding both sides of the war. All of the money we get under the guise of humanitarian aid, Hamas scoffs it all up. These people live on scraps. They live on nothing. They use the money. they become a very wealthy organization, all underground with all kinds of tools to, to do what their objective is. Uh, speak about that. Is that a correct statement or are I overspoken?
5: Everything you just said is underspoken, and even Elana about care. Care is one hundred percent Sharia compliant, which means no Sharia compliant Muslim anywhere on planet Earth can be both a good Sharia compliant Muslim and a loyal citizen among kuffar and Muslims. Impossible. By the way, care is one of the supporters of the events after 911 by claiming of islamophobia there is no such thing as islamophobia there never was islamophobia it doesn't exist it's an oxymoron
0: prior to this october 7 what they do is they give the young men there uh drugs there's a drug they give them and that drug That's is that one, yeah yeah tell tell what's the name of it again
5: By the way, this is produced by Hezbollah in Lebanon and Syria. And they have been flooding the market in the the peninsula of the Arabs. That means Arabian Peninsula, that means Saudi Arabia, Qatar. And they are infecting hundreds of thousands of uh, young people in Arabia. All the countries in uh, Arabian Peninsula are looking literally carefully and on all imports coming in because they're sending it covered in bags of, uh, what do you call, wheat or food. Or... The intention is to destroy the new youth of Arabia. What these captagons does, it gives the terrorist who is in, in, uh, taking it in the aura of invincibility. It gives them a sense of euphoria. Uh, it makes them feel superior uh, indestructible. Many of the people who were caught and those who were uh, slaughtered by the Israeli Defense Forces had on them, on their body, hundreds and hundreds of these pills. As I said, it only enhances their sense to murder. And in fact, it destroys their sense of logic, uh, sense of decency, sense of... Uh, Which is why they're
0: doing the heinous acts they're Absolutely. doing. Yeah,
5: yeah. obliterates any Feeling of remorse. Wow,
0: Nalana, I want to come right to you here next year and say this: What happens here? What what what's the next elevation of this thing that you predict will happen here?
3: Well, I think what we we need to do something that we haven't done before. We need to stop rationalizing Islamic doctrines to suit our own misconceptions of what we think Islamists. Islam is teaching and what 1400 years of brutal conquest in the service of Allah really means in the 21st century. If we learned anything at all from October 7th, it should have taught us that we do not have the luxury of thinking that these things are acts of terror, have nothing to do with Islam. That's the the rationalization. The so-called religion of peace, which is sowing war and and death and hatred all over the world Mm -hmm. and we're deluding ourselves into thinking we are safe from islam's ideology when it is really threatening our lives in real time right here in america
0: yeah absolutely hezbollah's itching to let loose and go if they continue to push that's probably going to bring hezbollah into the fight is that a fair statement
5: okay it's a fair statement but we always come to the same conclusion we always knuckle down to Islam. Every single country on earth knuckles down to Islam. Why? Because they are terrorists. Why do we, don't we reverse it and terrorize them? Why can't, do, why can't we do the reverse? The whole world has more power to destroy Islam than Islam has the power to destroy the world. That's a fact. Israel cannot allow itself to be exterminated. And if it is, she will use the Samson option. I said that before, I repeat it again if i were prime minister today of israel the first thing i would do i would duck iran nuclear war or not i will attack iran today
0: well all roads lead to a major confrontation as we were speaking about earlier in the broadcast my fellow americans and that's where we find ourselves today a big thank you to iq al brazuli ilana friedman always uh, for their frontline reporting what they're seeing and sensing it's time to get involved and get loud America.